Welcome to the Professor and the Drunk. Today I will be your professor. And I will be your drunk. So we're going to cut the pleasantries today. First thing I should say, we're recording in front of a live studio audience. Hopefully any commentary or noises they make will not be caught on the microphone. Yeah, all if, they got to do is just shut up. If it is, I'll hope we'll be able to edit it out. But the other reason we need to cut pleasantries today is we got a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a very interesting So topic. what was it you told me you wanted to talk about, Drunk? Okay, okay. So this has been going... It's been getting all over social media. If you haven't heard it, then you've been pretty much living under a rock, right? <laughs> Lil, um, Lil Nas video, Lil Nas X video and music and shoes and all that from Montero, yep. Call Me By Your Name yes. has made a point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's everybody. made a lot of points. Yeah, it made a lot of points to everybody. And I just, when I told you to look into it and everything, I, I really wanted to know what you had to say. Right. And so I did watch it, as you told me to. I should say I've actually watched it like seven times now. Yeah, me too. Back to back. <laughs> Not back to back for me, but every time I watched it, I found something new. Okay, okay. So the first one I wanted to talk about, the first point, was just how poignant the imagery is and the lyricism. And I know that's like a weird thing to say, but it, I've never actually listened to most of his music. The only thing I know him for is Lotone Road. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> because we, we discussed the last time, and you know for a fact, I listen to like almost nothing but indie music anyway. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you listened to his words, because right. no one has been listening to the words of his song. Yeah, no, and that's like the first thing that caught me was just like, how poignant the words were. Because the, I'm not going to quote all the lyrics, but there were quite a few like, just the strings of lyrics that caught me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> but outside of that, the imagery, like the mixture of Greco-Roman mythology mm -hmm. with Christian lore. Right. The, the mixture of it, they're showing it as almost two identical beings, I would argue. Because there are, he almost played it off as if like they happened in tandem. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because um, the first part I would actually like to talk about, I'm going to touch mostly on the Greco-Roman mythology part of it first, would be, the first part would be the title and the lyrics, which were Call Me By Your Name. Right. Which is mo a well-known legend, or I thought so, until I talked to other people about it. Most everyone looked at me like I was fucking insane when I mentioned it. <laughs> but it is a Greco-Roman mythology coined by Plato. You know who Plato is, right? Yeah. So in the Symposium, which is something he wrote way back when he was still alive, he talked about it. He said, according to Greek mythology, humans were originally created with four arms, four legs, and a head with two faces. Fearing their power, Zeus split them into separate parts, condemning them to spend their lives in search of their other half. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then in the video itself, as in that legend nowadays is often referred to, call me by your name, because... The idea is once you have found your soulmate, you can call each other by each other's names and it'll be the same because you are the same person. Right, right. In the video, the tree, which in itself, I would argue, almost looks like it's been made out of marble. Once again, referencing the Greco-Roman mythology, you can see Latin being carved into it. Mm -hmm. And directly translating that Latin, it says, after the, division, after the division, the two parts of man, each desiring his other half. I'm glad you translated that because... Well, Tumblr uh, did, not me. But. Okay, I'm glad it was trans translated because a lot of people have been saying that was like Satanism no. written on the tree, and I didn't think it was either. No, it wasn't. But, so, once again, referencing that legend, and then we see throughout the rest of the video, we hear the lyrics, and we see him doing various things that do reference that, in my opinion, such as all the characters being in some way or form him, mm -hmm. acted by him, played by him, however you want to do it. Yeah. 
And then you have the ending lyrics, which is the ones that caught me the most, which was, call me by your name, even if you're lying. Mm. Which to me says, tell me you love me, even though we both know you don't. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> which, and, you know, like, I think most of us can relate to that on a very deep level, but hearing it almost disguised would, is a very interesting thing. Yeah. But then outside of that... Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the first theory, and I have more about it, such as, like, it being this idea of, like, looking for your soulmate and judging yourself because, you like, if your soulmate is yourself, no matter what happens, you're going to judge yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then one thing I would argue to end this, uh, to wrap up that theory is you see at the end when he says, call me by your name even if you're lying, he kills Satan and takes his horns, putting them on, gaining his own fallen angel wings and red eyes, which to me says, call me by your name, tell me you love me, even though you're lying, and I'll do the same for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Professor, over here. I mean, that's, there's a reason why we agreed on right, that title. Right, right. <laughs> but then the second theory is actually, I would argue that you could argue the song is about self-love. Okay. Because as we I said just a moment ago, Every character is played by him. Mm -hmm. He is judging himself. He is tempting himself. He is killing himself. And he is denying himself heaven. Yeah. And it's this idea of like relating back to the lyrics saying, call me by your name even if you're lying, saying, I'm going to tell myself I love myself no matter what, even if I know it's not true. Mm -hmm. And I, I would argue, and a lot of people say this, like for mentally ill people such as myself, there's this thing people always say, which is like, Tell yourself you love yourself and eventually the lie will become true. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how many times you lie, if you say it enough, it does become true. Mm-hmm. That's a different story entirely. We're not touching on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then just outside of that, the imagery as a whole really caught me. Like the, I, so like the imagery of the judgment day scene or judgment, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You have these like marble statues who aren't like they're to script. You can see faces, but it's like very much just marble statues. There's right. nothing significant about them. So to me, that's like metaphorical of everyone, mm-hmm. like social media, people criticizing him, etc. Throwing you know, like throwing shit at him. Mm-hmm. And then you have the four or five people who once again are played by himself, judging him, implying like I can only judge myself. Only I may be able to truly judge myself. Yeah. But that's all I really have about it, except there is one thing. Okay. One, this isn't part of the theory. This is just something I want to talk about, something that the video as a whole really played out to me. Okay. And I am not necessarily able to talk about this <laughs> because I am a white male who, for the sake of this argument, is cis, even though I'm not actually cis. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> but it's this idea of, like, otherness. Like, people are part of the LGBT community, the Asian community, the black community. You know, right. a lot of things that I'm not necessarily able to talk about <laughs> right. because of who I am as a person. I, like, I can talk about it from the LGBT community aspect, but it's this idea of, like, otherness, of being told you're not the norm, you're not normal, you're not okay, you're damaged, you're wrong, you're etc. And it's, uh, to me, the video definitely is a large part of that, of going, like, okay, what if I am? What if we are? What if we're not the norm? What if we are damaged? What if we're like other? Then why should we not be with other? Such right. as like being with Satan or like Levian Satanism right. or going beyond that, like 
for example, my upbringing, my mother, who is a Christian, didn't really raise me around Christianity. Right. But she did raise me around witchcraft. Mm. I know how to read hands. I know how to read tarot cards. I know how to do a bunch of stuff like that. Right. And it like that's just my upbringing. But as I've as I have like grown as a person and become more okay with my identity of being bisexual, of maybe being gender queer in some kind of way. Yeah. I've found myself gravitating more towards witchcraft kind of things. Right. But is to me, it's just that idea of like accepting your otherness and being like, well, if you're going to tell us we're not the norm, why would we be with the norm anyway? Why don't we go be with what is according to you not the norm, like witchcraft or voodoo or etc. Yeah, I I totally agree. But, and yeah, you you finished? Yeah, you know, you got. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. It's um. I mean, it's no secret that um, if you know me, you know that I am lesbian. I am black. I grew up in a Christian household. I um, household. I went to church. I go to an apostolic church. Not a lot of people know what that is, but I always say it's one down from Pentecostal. So that shows you <laughs> <clears throat> what kind of goes down. Right. And I will vouch and say Christians have a terrible habit of telling people that they're going to hell. <laughs> like they... Oh, you looked at me wrong. Yeah, like it doesn't matter if you're gay. It doesn't matter if you're having sex before marriage. It doesn't matter if you're drinking, if you're smoking. Somehow, some way, they feel like that you are completely, in a way, they treat you as if you're demonic. Right. Because of it. And it's just like... Man, they make it hard for them. It make they make it hard for you to want to develop a relationship with God. Right. And I've I've at least once, if you're a part of the LGBT, how does it LGBT? LGBTQ plus. Yes, if you're a part of that community, you have heard you're going to hell at least once. At least once. At least once. And if you've never heard it directly, let me tell you some ways that you've been told that you probably never thought of it. If they sit there and look at you and say, well, you know the consequences of your actions. Or if they say, um, well, I mean, you know what's going to happen. <laughs> or if you say, well, just make sure, you know, you, you start living your life right before he comes back. Or stuff like that. that Ooh, second tour. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's their way of saying you're going to hell. Right. No, 100%. Yeah. And um, I when he, he said a quote on his um, social media, he wrote a quote. I find it now. <laughs> <laughs> on his social media, on Twitter, on his Twitter, he, he made a quote. And he had said, um, here it is. He said, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached. Would happen the shit y'all preached would happen to me because I was gay. So I hope you're mad. Stay mad. Feel the same energy you teach us to have towards others. Dope at little Naz. So Lil Nas. So he um so he did that. And he said that. And basically when he said that, and I watched the video, I automatically I knew what he was saying. And I actually I I felt that. Right. I felt that. I've been told in my in several different ways that I was going to hell. And, you know, and half the time I sit there and be like, you know what, what if I do? Right. Like, and then Christians like to be like, oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. So you're going to get mad at him because you've been telling him that he's going to hell. And then when he finally does, you're going to be like, wait, not like that. Don't do it like not that. Like that right. You just told him to go. Right. Does it make sense? But, and the, tying it back to the video, like, you can definitely see that. Like, you see him, when he, once he is judged, going up to hell. I mean, mm -hmm. to heaven, up to hell, hello, <laughs> up to heaven. 
you see an angel, a faceless angel in flying light. It's someone who is light and doesn't matter, once again, like the faceless masses. Someone who doesn't matter, someone who doesn't care, whatever, coming down to retrieve him. And then he goes, you know what? No. Yeah, I'm going to carve my own path. Yeah, for real. He, he. I mean, it was, I mean, if anybody that knows, you know, you if you studied anything part of it, you would know it started off in the garden, right? The garden yes. everybody learns about. And he, the serpent came, tried to influence to eat the forbidden fruit. Some people think it was actually fruit. Some people think it's sex. It's, that's a whole different conversation. Um, and then he takes it. Then he hits Judgment Day. And a lot of people would say Judgment Day is the day that you stand before God and, you know, he goes over with you. Basically, the do's and do nots, what you did, what you didn't do, da 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 right. But for his judgment day, it was like you said, it was just him. He was judging himself. Yes. And I realized when he was judging himself, he decided he was going to go to hell. Yes. Himself, who were judging him, said he was going to go out. No matter how many times people were throwing stuff at him, saying, boo, somebody hit him square in the head. Right. And um, when he said, I want to, he said, I want to F all out the people that I envy or something like that. Yes. And then he went up there, like you said, it's when he grabbed that pole. I said, what is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> he, he pole danced all the way, which he did amazingly, by oh, the way. Oh, that was great. He did that very good. He said, if I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go on pole, dancing with high heels on. I'm going to give the, the, the devil, Satan, a lap dance, and then I'm going to kill him and steal his horns. Right. And I was just like, you know, he was saying, if I'm going to go to hell, oh, yeah, I'm going to go. Right. And I'm going to be the devil since y'all think I'm that evil. Right, exactly. And relating back to the otherness thing, I would argue almost like I agree with you. That is what he was going for. It's this idea of like the gay community, the LGBTQ plus community. Right. For a while, we we have been carving this idea of like we can do what we want. We're just normal people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And that's been happening since like the 70s. Oh, so, yeah. Like, well, earlier, but the 70s is like the first big events when it started becoming like in the public mind, I would say. Yeah. But then if we, and I don't necessarily agree with this, but I've seen a lot of people argue that if you really want to, you can argue that like nowadays, like 90s, 2000s, 2010s, mm-hmm. we've become complacent in that we're okay with just being like some weirdos on the outskirts of everything. Yeah, I can I understand. Like we made that almost normal to be the weirdos. Yes, like to be the ones on the outskirts, to be the ones that everyone looked at rather than just being a part of everything. Right. And I would argue like him saying, No, I'm going to carve my own path. I'm gonna go down to hell, I'm gonna kill Satan, I'm gonna become like another a fallen angel or the next Lucifer or the next Satan, whatever you wanna say. I would argue that's almost him saying, No, we shouldn't be on the outskirts. We are normal. And we need to cover our path through that. Right. Yeah. That's totally true. We are we are no different than everyone. We bleed the same. We talk the same. We all do. I mean, we all do everything the same. I never truly would. I never understood what was so different about everybody just. It's okay to be different. Right. Regardless if it's about sexuality, regardless if it's about religion, regardless about anything. I mean, I never truly understand what was up. What is up with people? Like, like, why is it, why is it like, why does it make people so nervous to be different? And that goes back into so much of sexuality, race, religion. Right. I mean, I, I always tell, I always tell you, I'll be like, I'm, I'm not going to live in America anytime soon. Cause I just feel like they just take anything that's out of the norm and just throw it to the wall. 
Yeah, 100%. And then they try to clean it up terribly. I mean, arguably not even trying to clean up. You just, like, put a new paint. Yeah. Like, a new paint, a uh, new coat of paint on it. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, for real. And <laughs> I feel like we are so on, and this is, like, getting, like, low-key off topic, but somehow it relates. We are so, we're so, unor- America is so unorganized. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to get backlash in the future for this. Somebody's going to bring this up. But we are so, un- we're so unorganized. And I think, okay, so get this, right? You got the saying of we are land of the free. You can have any type of religion, speak any language. Um, you can do any type of ethnic group, any race, right? Mm-hmm. We do not have a category. We don't have a, a main language. We don't have a main religion. We don't have anything. Right. And then you got people who've been born, raised, and breeded here that say no. We are eight. We speak English. We revolve around Christianity. And you will follow our rules because we are land of the free. We are supposed to have guns. We're supposed to do this. We're supposed to do that, right? And then, but what my thing is, is that I feel like America has all of this clashing with each other. So you have people right. who have like been here since day, like like they've been born here, they've been bred here, and all that. And you got people who keep coming in here, or people who just like. They've been here just as long. They've been born here, everything, but they have a difference. Like, no one's on the same fucking page. No, we're not. Nobody's on the page. So now we got these these people over here that kind of have it like, uh, this is land of the free, da 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 We're do this. We speak English over here, da da You got people over here like, last time I checked, y'all told me y'all don't have a, y'all don't have a main language over here. I speak any language. I come out of the womb saying, <laughs> like, as long as I got... Uh, as long as I got a citizenship, I'm good. Right. And that's why I feel like in America, it's so hard to be different. Right. There's no organization. Just go ahead and say the main language is English. Yeah, and I, I do definitely feel that. But I would also argue that, like, we still see that in even in other countries where they I do like things very differently. Like <laughs> what? I like to not think about that. I know, like, but, like, it's, but we have to. Like, I have a lot of friends in the UK, for example. And, like, you know, as you said, like, we have this whole debacle of we're the land of the free. While currently on the inverse of that, like, the flip side of the coin, the UK is still reeling from Brexit. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I know quite a few friends who still have issues with their family where they're like, we should have never left the EU. And their family, like, is, like, very, very proud. Like, oh, yeah, no, we're on our own. We're doing great. It's like, are you doing great, though? Like... (laughs) I, yeah, I figured that everyone has their own problems. Right. But I just feel like since I wasn't like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know why I think that when I get to that point of being in a different country, I will keep using the car. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I just have my own little visa here. Right. I, mean, I could go back if I wanted to. <laughs> like, I can use that every time like hell breaks loose. Like, I'm like, I can go back if I want to. Yeah, no, and that's. That's fair, and it's always nice to have a safe net. Yeah, like worst case scenario, I come back to this place and deal with, with what's going on. Like, who's the president today? Right, who's the president? <laughs> it's been a while since I've been here. What's going on? Right, now? so who's bad and who's not again? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do. Yeah, that was a tangent, but I do see what you mean. It did relate back. Yeah. It's just not how most people would think it would relate back. <laughs> but um, back to the um, his video and everything. I I applaud him. 
Yeah, I do too. I think he did a good job, and he, and a lot of people, a lot. Okay, so on social media, especially like TikTok and stuff, the pastors, preachers, okay. they are. I've never seen so many pastors and preachers mm-hmm. on social media before. I think actually a lot of them just made TikToks just to talk about just it, just to be mad. Yes, they are just so pressed, like they are upset. It's like they're all on here talking about it, saying that he's sa- saying that he's worshiped Satan, saying that this is ridiculous, that he's convincing kids, this and that. And right. the whole time I'm sitting here after, but they all say the same thing. They're influencing our kids, the da da. And I said, why are you letting his their kids listen to him? Right, exactly. Like you want to say they're influencing your children, then why aren't you monitoring what your children? Exactly, see your kid. Listen, um, Old Town Road. Some lady went on um his Twitter and was like, uh. This is the system messing with our with our kids, da da da. They were um you're influencing them to do this, this, and that. He said, ma'am, I do not make um music for your children. <laughs> he said, actually, old time road, your kids should not have been listening to that. No, they he said, not. if you had listened to the word words, I'm talking about lean and adultery. Does your kid mm-hmm. does lean and adultery? <laughs> <laughs> and I actually went back to Old Town Road and I listened to it. I said, oh my God, I never I never listened to these words before. Right. He said, lean all in my bag, cheated on my baby. <laughs> right. I was like, oh my gosh, I wouldn't let my kid listen to that. Yeah, no. But I do, I agree, I applaud him. I do think, like, as I said earlier, it's a, a path that needed to be carved and it's yeah. still going to need to be carved, but it's a good first step. Yeah, he. I, I think he did. I think he. Fought, he opened the door that a lot of people weren't going to open. Yeah. No. And like. And I can very readily admit, I most likely would not have rocked the status quo myself, even if I tried to. Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> like as a person who writes a lot and who does one day want to have a book, and who writes a lot of trans characters, etc. I would not have even attempted to rock that boat. I would have just went along with it. <laughs> I think, I think, I actually, I kind of seen this coming, but not the video directly. I seen him opening a door that was not going to be, I felt like he was the only one that was going to when, <laughs> this sounds so weird, but when he made Old Town Road and he was on the country billboard and they kicked him off because they said he was not a country sitter. He said, you know what, F you, I'm going to get Billy Ray Cyrus on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> just to get himself back on there. Right. That was some like that was some savage crap that he did. Oh, yeah. Like you just get Billy Ray Cyrus out the blue to hop on that track with you. I that's how I knew he just did not care. Right. And he just he just wants to be happy. And I so he yeah, he just wanted to be happy. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But uh moving away from a serious topic now. And but still kind of on religion. Cause you joked about how like people like you say, Oh, you're going to hell, etc. To, to that, I say, you know who had it right? <laughs> the Calvinists. What's that? Calvinism, which was a type of Christianity back when America was founded, mm-hmm. was this idea that you can't change where you're going. With the moment you are born, it is predetermined. You're going to heaven or you're going to hell. End of subject. No matter what you do, no matter what you say. Oh, my God. <laughs> People just don't have a chance. Exactly. So I mean, Calvinist had it right. I was like, man, fuck you. Do what you want. You're going there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine waking, being born, and just like, yeah, you know, you're going to hell, right? It's, it's already <laughs> determined for you when you came out the womb. It's okay. Your brother, your sister's going to heaven. I know you guys don't get along. What the fuck? You're right. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Man. But uh, moving on to our next topic. What do we want to talk about? We got quite a bit on the plate you suggested. Some of them serious, some of them not serious. 
Before we move on, yeah. did I show you his shoes that he came out with? I no, You did not, but I've looked at them. Did you? Oh yeah. my gosh. Um, I haven't looked fully into it. Don't okay. tell me you bought a pair. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so they're Satan shoes, right? Yes. They got the whole symbol and everything. Yes. And then they have like one drop of human blood right. inside the soles, right? And it swooshes around. Right. And I was like looking at it, and some people were like, oh my God, this is the devil's work. Da, da, da. And I said, okay, maybe the whole Satanism part was a little OD. However, me being a sneakerhead, I seen that and said, if I had like the Jesus pair with that, that would have been a fire collection to have. That would have been, yeah. Oh my God. I was like, I, that was $1,000 and eight. It was $1,000 and eight. No. to buy, plus tax. Yes. I wasn't going to buy that. I just got finished talking about how I was um, fussing with the bank to give me back my $81. (laughs) You know he's uh, they're being sued for copyright infringement over that, right? Yeah, mischief is, not low not. Mischief is. um, Not, but you know what's weird about that? I was looking into it, right? And I know a little bit about law, just a little bit. Not enough to say I'm a professional. I am not no professional. But I know that when um, you take a, there's there's some type of thing where if you take somebody, you buy something off of somebody, right? And let's say I bought a pair of Uggs and I customized them and I kept Uggs' symbol on them, but I sold them to somebody. I put them out on social media and said, hey, he wants to buy these customized Uggs. I can't get sued any type of way about it because I have their logo on it. I made it clear this is Ugg shoes. I just customized them. Yeah. So if they were to get sued, they can't get sued off of that part. No. Unless they claim that these are not Nikes. These are all me. Exactly. So I wonder how that's going to go because mischief yeah. seems like they don't give a crap. We'll see. I just found it interesting. But um, topic-wise, what I did want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, first of all, I know you told me to leave this alone, but it's just too funny. No. (laughs) Yeah. So Kim broke up with Kanye. Divorce. (laughs) Divorce Kanye. Because Kanye called her a white supremacist. Okay. That is so flipping funny. It is extremely (laughs) funny. Um, Are they white? I mean, the Kardashians? I know, like... I don't know. Like... (laughs) I don't know if they are or not. I've never bothered to look into their heritage. I don't know, but I wouldn't call them white supremacists. No, they're not white supremacists. I'm just that's definitely. fair. You can you cannot be white and be a white supremacist. Yeah, I mean they're definitely not white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> like they're definitely not. Like I'm over here thinking about their history and they're not white supremacists no, not. at all. Um, especially Kim. No. So I don't know. He caught that. Kanye's so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. And no, I, I'm not disagreeing, but as you said, it's going to come back to bite you one day. I, I know. It's just, oh my God, white supremacist, bro. <laughs> like, um, but what? Well, okay, okay, my bad. Okay, okay. So, you want to take it a serious route or a non-serious route? That's up to you. Do you want to have the interval or do you want to leave all the non-serious for the end? Like last time. Okay, let's leave the non-serious for the end. Okay, okay another serious route, right? All right. So somebody asked this question um, on social media and had people answer it and said, if a woman, if women have the right to abort a baby, yes, then men should be able to opt out of child support okay. for, for 18 years. Okay. 
All right. What's your opinion on that? How about you go first? Okay. Considering this issue is quite close to home for me. <laughs> okay. So I agree. Uh-huh. <laughs> I agree to some point. I agree of the whole, you know, the knowledge of, you know, if she can say, I don't want the baby. Because yes. I am um, pro, what is it? Pro abortion. Yeah, I am pro abortion. Pro choice. Pro ch- yeah, pro choice. Um, if she says she don't want to have the baby, then should should a guy say I don't want to have child? So the guy should say I don't want to support or be there for the baby. I say in a way I do agree. Now, is it right? No, no that is not right. It is a responsibility that you should not just leave out in the blue like that. But yes. however, if you put those cards out. And if you want to be fair, yes. then yes, I agree. Okay, that's fair. And I can coming from that standpoint, I do agree. If you want like some fairness, they do need the ability to opt out. But I would argue they technically already do have the ability to. They do. That is true. You have, you have to take it to court, yes. But I would argue you need to have to take it to court. Yeah. Because once you do take it to court, and once again, as you said earlier, you're not a professional. You only know enough to just um, discuss it. And I'm going to say that here as well. I only know enough to like have a cursory opinion. Nothing outside of that. So you you can opt out of it. It's just that you have to take it to court and prove to the court beyond a shadow of a doubt that the mother does not need your financial support. Right. Now, is that going to cost both the mother and the father a lot in legal bills? Oh, yeah. 100%. What? One could even argue that it's almost oppressive in that it would be easier for the father to just pay child support. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> it ain't nothing worth it. Listen, at the end of the day, it's always cheaper just to ignore court. Right. Sometimes. But, <laughs> like, and I agree from, like, the logic of, like, being fair. And I agree in that, like, if the father truly didn't want the child and it was, like, a broken condom or birth control failed or they didn't use plan B or something changed, then they don't need to have to pay child support. But that is like, and we've talked about this before in other politics stuff in our private time talks. We, I am not necessarily a liberal, but I judge everything on a case-to-case basis. Right. Which I understand in a country like America or in a world like ours because it is not a perfect world. Right. You cannot judge anything on a case-by-case basis. No. You have to have something that is a broad brushstroke and just put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree with you. In a perfect world, we should be able to have that ability for them to opt out. But with how our world is, unfortunately, the, the ability is locked behind court and legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love court and legal fees. Oh, I know, right? Man, they get you, get you far into depth. Oh, 100%. Man, but um, I think that was it on that topic. That, 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 there's not much to say. Like, I would love to argue about it more, but it's just like, a, I agree, but the world isn't perfect. Oh, yes. Yeah. Anybody that says it is needs help. <laughs> 100%. The world is. Um, actually, that reminds me, on a light topic, there's a guy I follow on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I want to say it's like Justin Kriskez or something like that. Okay. Most of his videos are just him messing around with camera effects. But let me tell you, right? Actually, you do you probably know him. Do you remember a few years back when a YouTube video got super popular and was fucking everywhere and it was called Potion Seller? They were fucking who? Potion Seller. 
But they were fucking who? No, it got fucking popular. Oh, I thought, okay. Like, it was called Potion Seller, and it was him going back and forth, changing the camera effect to be two different people, going like, Potion Seller, and he'd only have finest potions. You know that? No. You don't know that one? I'll show it to you. But anyway, (laughs) I would argue this man is a creative genius. And not just because of his videos, but I do think most of his videos are creative genius. Not just because of the videos. Because this man has four plays, a book, a music album. Oh. <laughs> that one was a little random, but yeah. Like, and, but all of them are not wildly successful, mm-hmm. but all of them are successful. Hmm. Like, um, with his music album. It's uh, I can't it's I can't remember what it's called. It's like songs about my wife or something. Mm-hmm. And they they all of them together tell a story. There's one like dance my wife back to life. <laughs> or um, there, I've played this one for you for you before. It's called Fuck Your Blood. Ah. And it's about having sex while she's on her period. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember that one. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> but um, he got I can't remember who it was now, but he got a rather famous musical artist on the album as well so that should tell you something oh my god who is it i it's she's a uh, i'll have to look it up but while i'm talking anyway the relating back to what i was originally talking about the reason i brought this up is one of his videos was it's not a perfect world okay and it's him like doing a normal face and he says in a perfect world men like me would not exist and then he pulls out and distorts his face with the camera effect and then says but it's not a and he does this for four or five different characters. And it's just, for whatever reason to me, it's so insanely interesting to I'm watch. Not, you don't have to send that to me. I want to watch uh, that. I'll show it to you. I want to watch that. But anyway, moving on to your next topic, whatever you want to talk okay, about. Okay, let's talk. I really want to talk about this. Time traveling. Okay, okay I want to talk about this because I Go am ahead. a big Back to a Future fan. I've watched all of them. Right. And I love all of them. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Let's talk about time traveling. So, this is what I'm thinking. Yes. Time traveling does exist. Okay. What would you go back to? Go back or go forward? Or just back? Back, forward, jump, whatever. Jump, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I would want to go back <coughs> and... What would I want to do? I would want to see... All right, this is gonna sound. <laughs> this is gonna sound stupid, but I want to be in like the board directors meeting or whatever, where someone pitched the idea of Pac Man, and it became a reality. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I like I, I I've never told you this before, but I have like an obsession with Pac Man. <laughs> really? Like I fucking love Pac Man, dude. Oh like. My God. If I were ever given the chance, I would own a Pac-Man arcade machine. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they actually sell them in Walmart, do they not? No, but I mean like an on art like a real one. authentic like one. Like an yeah. authentic one. Like it still has the motherboard in it kind of one. Oh my god. Exactly. That's crazy. But I just I don't know because like yes, I know like there are a ton of other games who have like decided the fate of like the game video game community and the way it's gone. But for some reason Pac-Man is just special to me. There's something about Pac-Man. There's something about Pac-Man. It's just so simple, yet fun. Exactly. That's what it, like... Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no creamy stuff right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for example, just, like, going further with it, I own 
Pac-Man Championship Edition 1, mm. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2. Oh, yeah. I recently bought the Pac-Man Monopoly board game. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're a fan if you buy the Monopoly version. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, um, but uh, random trivia, just to, like, um, because, for one, and also because Pac-Man as a whole, like, I think it did alter the way the games were going at that time because oh, yeah. there were so many games that riffed off of it. Yeah. Like, and an example of one, which was a ripoff, technically, it was called, I think it was Brother Bear or something, Bubby Bear, something like that, or something mm-hmm. silly, something stupid. But the company who made it was sued because they were actually doing this thing, which is highly illegal at the time, and probably still is. It was called a sister board. Hmm. So you know how a motherboard and a computer and in games like all of arcade machines mm-hmm. had programming in it that ran the game? Mm-hmm. What a sister board was is they would program an entirely different game or an entirely different like texture to mm-hmm. like make the game look different, and you plug it into the motherboard, and all that does is when the motherboard goes to run its programming, it says actually run this instead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's illegal. <laughs> that's really illegal. That so be what illegal people today would do, too. like when they produce these sister boards, like arcades would buy them. Crack open their like Pac-Man machines with Brother Bear or whatever. Word. Plug in the sister board, like repaint the entire arcade cabinet. Like, yeah, that's a new game. <laughs> <laughs> that's so lazy. <laughs> that's so lazy. You imagine the amount of effort they did that. They could have just made their own. Right, but um, yeah, no, like for, that's one of the big things. It's just like seeing how Pac-Man came to fruition. Actually, another reason why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I can go all day about this. Yeah, so I can I'll, tell. I'll stop after <laughs> this one. Another reason why is even after Pac Man, because Miss Pac Man was originally mm-hmm. one of those sister board games, it yeah. was not an official game. Okay. But the original Pac Man, like nowadays it's different, but back then no one could recreate the behavior of the ghosts. Okay, why do you say that? Because they just couldn't. They no one could figure out how the fuck the developer managed to do this. <laughs> because the ghosts actually have it programmed into them. Like one of them will always follow you. One of them will always stay a certain distance away from you. One of them will always try and ambush you. Right. And uh, no, like yeah. at the time we didn't have that complex of AI. So they're like, how the fuck did you do this? <laughs> so you just when, want to figure out how they did it. Yeah. So I just want to see like what what processes went into making this because it's so fathomably interesting. So you'll be sitting. So you're gonna go back to just sit there and just be like, oh, "How did you do that?" Exactly. <laughs> but no, and the reason I say that is because like Miss Pac-Man, which Brother Bear once whatever it was called, I cannot remember for the life of me. Whatever it was called, it was the original sister board that once they sued the company and won the legal battle, they re they got all the sister boards themselves and repurposed them. Mm-hmm. So Brother Bear was repurposed into Miss Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. But that's why when you play Miss Pac-Man, it's harder than other Pac-Mans, like the original Pac-Man. Because the ghost behavior is now random. They don't act how they used to. They just act randomly. That's weird. Exactly. Because when they made Brother Bear, they could not figure out how the fuck they done the original <laughs> ghost behavior. So like, eh, fuck them. <laughs> just like, they're just going to act how they yeah. want to act. What I, what I would do, see, I have an obsession. But mm-hmm. what I would do, I would go back in time and save... Naya Rivera. Yeah, okay, that anybody, makes sense for you. Yeah, if nobody knows who Naya Rivera is, Naya Rivera is Santana from Glee. She had passed in what was it, 2019? 2019. Yeah, yeah. because we were 
2020. 2020? It was 2020 because it was in the new year when we were talking about it. <laughs> she passed in 2020. Um, and her and her son had went out to the lake, um, I think by themselves or something, and they went swimming. I don't know why they didn't have any type of, what's it called, life jackets on life or jacket anything. preservation. But she ended, they ended up, she ended up getting caught in something. She saved her son, put him back on the boat, steered him back home, and she was caught and she drowned and died. Right. It took her it took them it took her a couple of days to find the body. They found the body. Right. And when I find out, I literally cry. <laughs> Cuz um Naya Rivera's always been one of my favorite act- actresses. Um what what show was she on when she was younger? I don't remember. Oh. Uh, I, I don't I don't do TV or movies I don't a lot, remember. so I don't know. But she was on she was she was she's been a child. She was a child actor, right? Yeah. Actress. And she's, she's always been my favorite, but Santana in Glee, Santana and Britney, their relationship was so touching for me at a young age. Uh-huh. Like, it really helped me come to closure with my sexuality, right? Right. And when I heard she died, and I also had like a little girl crush on her too, but when I heard she died, I literally cried. Right. I sat there with the investigation on the phone trying to figure out how the hell did she die. <laughs> so I would go back to that lake. Throw yeah. them some type of life jacket, right. or just lie and be like, or "Hey, you know somebody died last week out there, huh?" Right. <laughs> I don't know. I would do something. I feel you. Also, quick detour before we start talking, uh, continue with the uh, future time travel, whatnot. The artist who I was thinking of, who he got on the songs about my life album, is Buzzy Lee. If do you know who Buzzy Lee is, Ooh. Sasha Spielberg, the okay. daughter of Steven Spielberg. Oh. Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I that was like, who is that? Who is that? And then you said it. I was like, okay. Yeah. No, she's a musician, but her like her like um, moniker that she goes by nowadays is Buzzy Lee. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, are we guaranteed to not be hurt when we go back in time if we go to dangerous situations? I like to think. I'm, actually, I feel like if you do get hurt. It changes things. It, it, see, that's the thing about time traveling. If I, if like, are, I, are we just there to observe, or are we, as you said, are we there to change? I would, I would assume we're there to change. I'm okay. assuming that when we're there, we're going to be in our full physical form. Okay. The point where it's then, like, okay, then I, I'm not going to do what I was originally going to say. But oh god. <laughs> so instead, what I will say is one thing. I don't know if I would change it, but I would want to go back to just at least like see some of it. Is the Library of Alexandria? Really? Yeah. Why? Wow. It's it, it like, you know, knowledge is power. Like, not the pursuit of knowledge is one of the greatest things we can do in life. And the you know the Library of Alexandria at the time had like most recorded human knowledge, mm-hmm. and then it just burned to the ground. That's everything yeah. inside was lost. Damn. You notice like majority of stuff that does like have like a great impact just burns down to the ground. Yep. Why is that? I don't know. Humans are awful. Because like, that fire was set by someone. I can't remember who it was, but I know it was a big historical event. They set it on fire for a reason. So, I mean, what war if so, Okay, part. conspiracy theory. What if somebody from the future... Went back and set it on went fire? Went back there and set it on fire because of something that had happened. Maybe. I doubt it, though. I, I have to look it up, but it was one of the like warlords at the time who was conquesting done it for a reason. What if there was... Okay. Here's one. Sorry, I'm blind. There's one. The Simpsons. 
The Simpsons. Do you think somebody is? Do you think somebody is going back in time, or going in the future and predicting some of this stuff? No. Or it's just coincidence. It's not even coincidence. It's like the. Have you ever heard the mon- like seven ninety nine a hundred monkeys or whatever in a room with the typewriter theory? Mm-hmm. You know, you know that theory. Yeah. Like, given enough time, they'll eventually write Shakespeare. You think? No. Oh. But that theory states that given enough time, they can do anything. And Simpsons has been going on for, like, what, 40 years now? So it's literally, it's the same idea of that. <coughs> Throw enough shit at the wall, and something's going to stick. Are you, you really think it's just people just sitting there writing shit, and then somehow it comes true? Yes, like, it's literally Come just on, the Trump one? They, they throw enough shit at the wall. And something sticks. The Trump one, though? Yes. 9 11? Uh, yeah, thank you. Like, <laughs> what type of shit are you throwing to the wall right there? That yeah. one was just too. Some of them are just too. But, like, I would still argue it's just throwing shit at the wall. Because, like, you know, The Onion? Yeah. The satire website? Yeah. Look at how much shit they wrote about back in, like, the 2000s that's coming real today. Yeah, but. Okay, but this is different. It's that's not, just though. shit. This is actual like real events that are actually happening to the point where you're sitting there like, how the hell did they know that these people were going to run into the Twin Towers? Oh my god! Like it's just not like it isn't something where you sit here and you say like, you know what? Nine times, you know, it's like a four t- four out of ten chance that. <laughs> Somebody could run into the Twin Towers and knock it down. You know, it's not something you think because you don't think like that, right? Or stuff like Trump. You know, okay, I can see the one with Trump. What if Trump was president? That would, that's funny, yeah, right? Because it's it's that's Trump. Just a, that's just the one off joke. Exactly that that one I can see where it was like oh, kind of a coincidence throwing a bunch of shit at the wall, right? But like other stuff, no. <laughs> if I. I get where you're coming from, but I do think it's just like that shock value of like going like, oh, this will never happen. And then like 10 years down, they're like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I think they know something. Uh I think they know. So I think somebody is in there and they know they probably got a psychic on hand. Uh He's probably been sitting there for the last 40 years just saying shit. (laughs) Just saying shit. So something's got to stick. I'm going to write it. Something's going to stick. They got to. Some things are just too realistic. Some things are just too real. I mean, but if you want to go with that, then, like, there's a game, that I doubt you know it, it's called Deus Ex. It's been around for a while now. There's, like, it has many sequels, but in the, I think, original or the second Deus Ex, it's based in New York, but the Twin Towers are missing. Mm-hmm. And it's never explained why, or they do say it was a terrorist attack or something, but in actuality, they've explained later on, they just didn't have the memory to, you know, render the Twin Towers even in the background, so they just didn't add them. How ironic. <laughs> but and, and it was based around like the, the I can't remember what time period it was based around but a lot of people took that as like oh they predicted the Twin Towers and the developers came forth like no we just didn't have enough memory power to render them nah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like yeah nah it's just coincidence yeah right I think I do think it's something like that the Simpsons though like they just like go like what's something that will never happen and then it absolutely happened that's yeah. that's then we then they okay. What else did it? The U.S. winning the gold in curling. I think they predicted that one. But that like that's just a given. Like once again, the monkey theory. Give it time, and anything will happen. Okay, Super Bowl, Lady Gaga's Super Bowl performance. What, what about they? That? Okay, they kind of like predicted the whole thing, though. Did they? Kinda. Like Shorty was in the. Okay, that's Lady Gaga. Of course, she was going to be in the sky. Uh huh. It's like, okay. What else we got going? On? <laughs> uh, 
Um, mutant tomatoes. Mutant what? what? Something about tomato tobacco hybrid. Yeah, I know about that. I know I watched that episode. Ebola that? outbreak. Given enough time, <laughs> anything will happen. Uh, what else was there? Uh, oh, Benjit R. Homestorm wins Nobel Prize in economics. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, Three Eyed Fish. That's given, given enough, enough time. time. That's given enough time, yeah. <laughs> it's bound to happen. You see the shit that we eat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's bound to eat, uh, happen. Putting horse meat in food, that one, yeah. Oh, UK, why? <laughs> Did you, you, heard, you know about that scandal, don't you? No, what happened? Oh, I can't remember. It was, a, I, it was either a restaurant, like a chain of restaurants, or like a few restaurants were found that just to cheapen on cost, most of their meat was actually horse meat disguised to taste like other meat. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Was it good, at least? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't... I haven't tried it. I don't live in the UK. What about the, um, the Surge Fry... What is it? Surge Freed and Roy Tiger attack? I have no idea. In 2000... Okay, so it happened... So they predicted it in 1993 that he was going to get attacked by a tiger, right? And get... Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But in two, in, no, it happened in 1993, but in 2003, it actually happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Give it enough time. He works with tigers. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to find more. Okay, faulty in voting. What? Faulty. Huh. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Moving away from that. <laughs> um, I think. Well, to do a final lighthearted topic before we move on to Professor Recommends, one thing you wanted to talk about was, would you slap your mother for a million dollars? Yeah. I'd slap the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I would, bro, I would, I'd back in the mess out of my mom. Like, <laughs> for a million dollars? Man, I'd, 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 be, I'd even ask, how would you like me to slap her? You want, like I would, I would prepare. I would come in like certain like tight workout clothing so I could stretch a certain way. I would literally stretch and prepare. <laughs> you wouldn't slap your mom for a million dollars. I would. Thank but you. Would she know it's coming? Would she know it's for a million dollars? Or just like out of it doesn't like, hey, mom, matter. Bah! It does not matter. It doesn't matter if she knows it's coming. She doesn't have to know it's coming. It's about what happens. Afterwards, oh, you mean like you getting killed? Yeah, <laughs> you explain to her like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. This show her a million dollars. See you, mom. Yeah, like I would slap the mess out of my mom. I would honestly, me, me and my mom, me and my mom would have to fight because I, like, really, I backhand her. I backhand the crap out of her. Just so for a million dollars, she'll forgive me. I, I was gonna say, I hope she forgives you, or she doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> She slapped the crap out of me for a million dollars. So why can't I do her? I'm doing us a favor. That's a million dollars. Come on. I do that so quick. Like, would you? I'll give you a million dollars right now if you slap your mama. How would you want me to slap her? Because I can backhand her right now. I go, come on, let's go. Oh you God. want you want me to tell her about it? You just want it to be a surprise? You want me doing it in her sleep? A surprise? <laughs> I do it in her sleep. I do it while she's cooking. I like, how would you like me to slap her? Oh my God. I mean, I agree with you. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'm I would do saying, it for a million dollars. I'll put some powder on my hands, 
water, whatever they want, lotion, and just swing like it's my I do some listen. She was sitting there on the ground like, what happened? I'm like, I got you some money. I got you some money. We rich, mom. We rich. <laughs> and we oh get you some God. ice for your cheek. For your cheek. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that ain't a question. That anybody who says no, y'all need help. Right. Because it's just a slap. Yeah. It's not like you're beating the shit out of her. I mean, with how you're talking, you want to, apparently. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm just saying. Somebody offered me a million dollars. Yeah. I, they wouldn't even have to finish the sentence. I would give you a million dollars to slap your mom. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're like, damn, just like that, just like that. Just like that, yeah. So do, we, do we have to do this now? Because <laughs> I'll do it right now. Okay. I, no, I agree. So anyway... Getting away from that before you dig your hole any further. <laughs> Listen, if it ever really happened, it wouldn't be a hole to dig. <laughs> anyway, my professor recommends last week we done a book. This week, I'm going to recommend a musician, oh a God. singer specifically. Oh God! <laughs> I actually think you would like her. Okay. Do you know the Studio Killers? Well, okay, well, she's done a song with the studio killers, first of all. Her name is Kim Petrus. Kim Petrus. I don't know. Who I'll, I'll show you her in a minute. You don't have to look it up. Don't look it up. You think you won? But uh, uh, she is pop music, first of all. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, trying to think how to put this. She has a lot of, like, breakup music, you know, but mm-hmm. it, that's whatever. <laughs> um, Everybody does. What? Everybody does. Uh, I just, I don't know how to recommend her. She has a lot of breakup music, but outside of that, she specifically has said her styling of music is inspired by like um, Italo disco, Mm -hmm. which is Italian disco from like the 80s. And she was like 80s music, 90s music, Italo disco, all that was inspired by, has inspired her to make music. Right. And when you listen to her music, you can definitely hear that. <laughs> but just as one light final, this is you should definitely <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> her net worth is four million. Yeah. And no, another reason you said, and as I've said before, I listen to nothing but indie artists. She is entirely independent. She has her own record label. Really? Exactly. Oh, she she says she's the youngest person to undergo gender confirmation surgery. Yes. Really? Yeah. But um, also, you know, Billboard, the company who like does all those, the uh, ratings for music and everything. Yeah. Billboard, uh, Nasty Galaxy, and another company, I can't remember, in 2018, all labeled her the new Princess of Pop. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the Princess of Pop was before her? Katy Perry. Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera. I don't know why I said Katy Perry. I'm sorry, Christina. <laughs> the, like, that's just like, the, the, if that doesn't make you want to listen to her and you like pop music, hearing that she overtook Christina's title. Yeah, actually, that makes me want to listen. Exactly. I love Christina Aguilera. <laughs> exactly. Hearing that Billboard, Nasty Galaxy, and a few others are like, no, she's the new princess of pop. If that doesn't make you want to listen to her, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, I want to listen to her because who doesn't? Like, what? That's not even up for debate. It's Christina Aguilera. She, like, has this beautiful fucking voice. Like, everybody loves her voice. Exactly. Let's see. Oh, 
before we do end though, yeah, what's up? I just want to say, <clears throat> Candace Owens can kiss my ass. What? <laughs> she can kiss my ass. What is she talking about? Uh, she's, uh, she is. Candace Owens is a, a a black conservative. Okay. And she just says shit out of her mouth. And I know she says it probably to get the media to listen to her, but she said something that pissed me off uh-huh. that I just said to myself, you know what? You could have just shut up and went with your day without any problem when saying this. She has said on one of her shows, I think she's on her like second, third, or fourth show, whatever. She just started her show, and she decided for her second episode, she was going to talk about the trans community and how, exactly, and how, this is where I said, she could just shut up and enjoy her day. Um, She talked about the trans community and how she refuses to call somebody by their fake gender. Just because you went through surgery, just because you went through this, this and that, does not mean at the end of the day that I should call you by your name. And she compared it to mentally ill people. And she said, just because someone has schizophrenia and calls themselves Superman, doesn't mean I got to call him Superman. I mean... That's how most schizophrenic patients are treated, though. Yeah. By, like, actually, uh, like, you don't play along with the fantasies, but, like, you, you know, sometimes you have to go with it to try and exactly. get them Exactly. And she said that he is, so she said that um, I wouldn't call him um, Superman. I would call him by his name, and he knows that he's schizophrenic. And this is where I go back to she, Candace Owens can kiss my ass, because why would you say that on air? <laughs> Why would you say, I don't care how much money everybody's paying you. You got people, people are actually saying Candace Owens 2020, no, for 2024. Really? Yes, they want her to be president. Oh my God. She's going to get shot. (laughs) If not by a black woman, she's going to get shot by somebody. She says that with no type of remorse. Uh, I think we do need to put a disclaimer on here so that if she ever does get shot, you're not the first. No, okay, it's not me. It's not going to be me. It's never going to be me. I'm going to make that very clear. I will never shoot her. Like, let me make that uh, very clear. My bad. Because um, <laughs> you got very passionate for the I just, oh, You got just, very passionate. Oh, I'm sorry. I would never. I hope she doesn't get shot. Okay. And I would not be the one to shoot her. Okay. Okay, I'll make that very clear. However... She needs to. She needs to not. She needs to cancel her show because that's ridiculous. Why would you say that? And why would you compare it to mentally ill people? Right. So yeah, she can kiss my ass on that point. Okay. Um, well. My I'm dirty not, ass on that point not, before I'm I take not, a fucking shower. I'm not gonna disagree with you. That's fair. Okay. Now we can. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in for the second episode, everybody. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, we do not have social medias up yet outside of a TikTok, which the drunk has made. We have our TikTok is called. If you ever want to, sorry, I got Candace Owens all over my TikTok. <laughs> but we our will t- be getting social media soon. Yeah, it's called Professor. It's called Professor and the Drunk. Professor is spelled the same way, but and is spelled N D, and drunk is spelled the same way. Gotcha. But. Uh, Hopefully by the next episode, if not, whatever episode I do get my so- the social medias up and running, I'll be advertising them. But anyway, thank you for tuning in. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.